Welcome to the Young, Dumb, and Love podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. Our goal is to help equip you to have a marriage that is better than you have ever imagined by sharing real life experiences, getting into the nitty gritty, and sharing practical ways you can start today. Let's dive in. You remember that one time when we first got married and I took okay. a picture with an actual camera? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. That was kind of scandalous. Kind of scandalous? <laughs> you were naked. That is officially scandalous. But Took was... a picture. Hold on. Let me finish telling okay. the story. Okay. Sorry. Took a picture yeah, spicy. of myself. In a mirror. Laid it on the bed for you to see. The and then you never off. responded to me. Well, she never it, said anything to me at all. An and I was like, shut off. I totally get it. I probably wouldn't want to see that either. <laughs> no. And then I don't even know how long after it was. It was months. Months. Months later. Okay. And we're at my parents' house and the camera's there with us. I've never seen the picture. Julian's forgotten about the I picture. I forgot about it altogether. And my little sister, who at the time would have been like an older teenager. Because mm-hmm. we were, I mean, she would have been like. Older. I don't know. I don't, well, let's 17 not talk about probably. <laughs> anyway, she like is looking at the pictures on her camera. Neither one of us are thinking anything about it. And then she like puts the camera down and leaves the room. Like very awkward. And I get, and then she like goes straight to my mom mm-hmm. and is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Well, come to find out, she saw the picture. <laughs> it's a running joke now. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I think the thing is, you ruined her back then. Yeah, I ruined her. She still isn't married to this day. (laughs) But the thing is, the cameras were a real thing back then. We didn't have our cell phones, so I couldn't just delete it. And I forgot about it. And you wonder why I am very careful around the camera. Anyway. All right. Anyway. So today we're going to talk about about boundaries, boundaries, but like guardrails and like setting your marriage up for success. What are you doing? Um, and making sure that, you know, it's like this, you know, you in theory, like you're not going to be able to re you can't rewind. Right. So it's like, if something bad happens, like you can't go back and change anything. It already happened to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like in your marriage, if you set up guardrails and boundaries, um, you're going to help prevent something from happening for sure. Right. You're going to set yourself up for success. And it amazes me how much pushback we get when we talk about this. We still talk about it, but people are like, you're controlling or, you know, that's not his business or not her business or whatever it is. And if that's the way you want to have your relationship, you know what? More power to you. Yeah. That is not why I got married. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And how many times have we sat with a couple and it's like, they never intended for infidelity to take place. Yeah. Like it wasn't just one day I'm going to, you know, today I'm going to cheat on my spouse. Yeah. Today I'm going to cross this line. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit at a time. Yeah. One thing, one, one moment at a time. Yeah. 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 So really for us, and we've seen it so many times, you know, and it's like, it, you know, I think at the time, a lot of people, cause we've sat with lots of couples, yeah. so many couples, you know, husbands, wives, them together, separately, some that have, it's ended subsequently in divorce, others that have stayed together, um, you know, because we obviously used to um, be in ministry full time. So we would meet with people even like right when it was happening, you yeah. know, or right when it's found out. Um, this dog. Is I know. She's so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's okay. That's my hair. Um, 
But that was never the intention. Yeah. It was like a little thing that happened that yeah. a lot of times you wouldn't even think about. For right? Sure. Like you wouldn't even think twice about yeah. maybe that DM in your inbox yeah. or that email yep. or whatever, that text message. For sure. Um, but yeah, so just keep kind going. of. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, she's so cute though. Yeah. But she's distracting because she's so cute. You, you have too much ADHD. You want me to keep going? Keep going. Where are you going? Okay. Anyway, um, you know, but because it was never, that was never the intention. It's just those little things. So because of that, and because we know these things, we have had these boundaries and really guardrails since we first got married and we continually adjust them, inspect them, you know, whatever that looks like, you know, because seasons change, who you're around changes. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to like talk about in your marriage, if you're like, gosh, we don't really have any of those. Like yeah. some of these would be great to implement. And I think this is the thing people say like, well, that's so controlling. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not controlling if you don't allow it to control For you. Sure. I mean, here's the thing. I For don't sure. feel controlled at all in yeah. any way yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I know that I could go do, honestly, I could do whatever whatever I wanted to do, you know, but because I'm married and I made a vow and I want to be faithful Mm -hmm. to Julian and I want to honor our marriage, our marriage sacred and my family, like these boundaries and guardrails help provide like safety and security Mm -hmm. and trust and knowing like, you know, like that door can't be opened because we've set those boundaries. So just kind of like, if we want to talk about real quick, like what are the, like what do those look like for me and you? Yeah. And then if you're a couple who's like, gosh, you know, we want to start doing this. For sure. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean boundaries. So like one of the biggest things that we did from the very beginning is never to be alone with the opposite sex. Right. Um, in our, our, in any situation really, you know? And so I even work a job and a business, own a business where, there's a lot of times where I'm yeah. doing something for somebody and it's just them, right? And so we set it up in such a way where no matter what, I'm always going to have someone there with me. Even right. if I'm losing money because I have to pay that person to be there, mm-hmm. it's worth it to me to have yeah. somebody there because I don't want to put myself in a position yeah. that would uh, set me up for a, a moral failure. Or even set it up to, not even just for that, but opening the door for something to grow or something to happen or anything like yeah. that and people would say like that's ridiculous you're in a professional field I'm like yeah but that happens in the professional world more than we can ever imagine yeah and typically it's probably mostly where it happens Mm -hmm. is in the professional world because uh, we've made jokes you know at different different jobs in different places I've worked but like oh yeah that's my work wife you know like stuff like that like that kind of joke becomes reality at times because people don't know how to set up boundaries to allow them not to be put in those kind of positions. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like we've talked about this and perception can become reality. And like, even though I do trust Julian, if he's alone with a woman and that woman then says something or, you know, someone sees like, Oh, I saw Julian out with, you know, another woman at a restaurant. It's like, that just begins this like, you know, whatever it is. So it's just setting up those guardrails. It doesn't mean, you know, that I don't like talk to other, like that I don't talk to men. For sure. For sure. Or that Julian never talks to women or we don't do business with people that are of the opposite sex. That would be insane. You know what I mean? Um, But it's just having those guardrails. Those, you know, bumpers. Like when you go bowling, like I am terrible. I always get a gutter ball. Got to get those bumpers up. Bumpers, you know. You're going to hit at least one pin, at least. Well, and here's my question and my challenge to you is like, how sacred is your marriage to you? Yeah. 
how important is it to you to remain faithful, yeah. to, um, you know, protect your marriage. And we've talked about this so many times. Marriage is so undervalued in our culture. Mm-hmm. It's so flippantly like, I'll get married, but you know, like whatever happens. And I know for me, like when I got married, I was like, I'm going to be married to this person forever. For the rest of my life. I know things happen. I have friends, precious dear friends who that's unfortunately wasn't their reality. You know, yeah. they are now divorced or single moms or whatever that looks like. But that wasn't what they intended. That mm-hmm. wasn't their heart on the day they gave their vows. Sure. You know what I mean? Things do happen and, and that is heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. Um, but so he, like share and let's talk about like what are tangible ways that we have those boundaries. So of course, not being one-on-one with someone of the opposite sex yeah. in like a setting that would be, you know, like exclusive, like yeah. in a home or yeah. in a car or yeah. out to lunch, you know, mm-hmm. so obviously those things. And then what else yeah. do we do? Um, another one, we just have an open phone policy yeah. with our, with our marriage. And so yeah. at any time she could pick up my phone and, uh, she knows my passcode. She can read my emails. She can look at my text messages, see who's called me. Yeah. Like, like those are all just, it's like an open door for yeah. our marriage, no matter what we're doing. Yeah. Well, and, um, it's funny cause because I can, I don't that often. Oh, totally. Because I know that I could. The, you know the I mean? times that you do are when I'm on my phone texting and you look over my shoulder and I don't, I don't ever go, what are you doing? You right. know, like I don't, right, right. It, because I have nothing to hide. So right. when you live openly like that, no matter yeah. what, you can yep. look over my shoulder and I don't care. I'm just going to yeah, text. Yeah, you're like, this is actually pretty boring. Yeah. You don't, you don't really care about this. I don't know why it. you're looking at it. <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, just that openness, you know, and knowing like what, what's going on, like, you know, Hey, and like, for example, there have been times where maybe we've gotten a text or a message or someone's made us feel off. <laughs> for and we've sure. had this even it's happened. recently, yeah. you know, and, um, just maybe that your intuition, we have a tendency, you know, like, do we trust our intuition? You know, and Julian will be like, Whoa, like red flag. Here's a red flag. Yeah. Like, I this just person, wave it. Yeah. Oh, I'm like red flag, red flag, red flag, <laughs> you know? And, and we've talked about this. Like when I got a text of an, like this past podcast episodes, we've talked about like a text from someone it wasn't intended for me, but it was a literal picture of their privates. And, you know, I went straight to Julian. It wasn't even for me. It wasn't meant for me, but I was like, listen, if I have to see it, so do you. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like when sure. Julian's like, Hey, this person has made me a little uncomfortable. Will you keep an eye on it? Or like, yeah. Hey, you should know this happened, whatever. But it's just that open communication. It's not controlling. Again, you could go do whatever yeah. you want to do. And so could I. Yep. Um, but because we want to honor our marriage. Yeah. I want to honor my marriage. It's Absolutely. sacred to me. It's important to me. Um, you know, and so those guardrails, you know, not being alone, yeah. having that open, um, yeah, it's know, for your phone. safety. It's yeah. for your safety. Yeah. I mean, think about it like this. You have children, you have a pool in your backyard. You're going to put an extra lock on the back door. Yeah. Why are you doing that? To keep them safe, to provide safety, right. per, to provide something that doesn't allow them to go yeah. to a place they shouldn't be going yep. because you want to protect them. Yep. It's just the same thing with your marriage. Yeah. You're just putting an extra lock on your door to your heart, to your mind, to your thoughts. You know, you're like, you got to put that lock on there so that you can go, all right, I can't reach this. Yeah. And because it's not tangible, I'm not even going to mess with it. I can't even open the door because... I don't need to, it's right. un, there's no reason for me to even go down that path and it's for protection yeah. and a hundred percent. Well, and when we've sat with couples, um, gosh, so many times it's been a little, small, seemingly innocent communication. Yeah. The oh, very for sure. first contact, yep. whatever that looks like. 
Um, and then those people have told us, I wish I wouldn't even have had that account or I wish I wouldn't even have responded to that DM or whatever. And that's why it's like, you have to be so careful and there's no shame in being careful and no shame in being like, I don't, I don't really think I should have this account anymore or 100%. I don't really know if I should be going to that gym anymore yeah. or whatever. Well, and it's it better like. to do that upfront than 100%. have to de- delete everything because it already 100%. happened. And we know like, for so instance, many people. like, like your, like your dad, like he had yeah. to literally delete everything yeah. from his life mm-hmm. because of the, what they had, what they walked through yeah. together. And, mm-hmm. but it was too late. Like, yeah. like by then it was like, happened. okay, it already happened. So right. now it's like, oh man, right. like now I got to go right. super extreme. Well, just start, start right away. And it may seem it extreme. Here's yeah. the thing. But I don't really care what other people say <laughs> I know. about what we choose to do for in sure. our marriage. But it also has given us a marriage that for the last 17 years, we have been faithful. Yeah. Our marriage bed is sacred. faithful. It's sacred. Yeah. We yeah. have only been with each other. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean there hasn't been times where, you know, maybe like there's been someone who's maybe tried. For to, sure. Like a, not that we've necessarily had that temptation but someone's been like you know giving us that sort of attention mm-hmm. i just go like hey this person made me uncomfortable can the you communication run, piece um yeah. run interference when this when you see this woman you know especially i mean we were in full-time ministry so like you can't just like not go to church if you work at the church and this woman maybe is approaching you or this man or whatever i just tell you just be like hey can you make sure that when you see this person approach you me, just come to me you come to me because they are making me uncomfortable yeah and it's better to be safe than yeah. sorry. And I would rather someone be like, gosh, they're so extreme than for us to have something happen. For sure. Um, you know, and we did sit down, you know, with, with my parents, with my mom and my dad, and they talked about their experience. And yeah. now my dad doesn't have any of that stuff. He's yep, like, I just gone. don't want to have Facebook. He wasn't really on Instagram. He was like, I don't want to have my own email. So my mom and him share an email. And I'm sure some people are like, that's crazy. But you know what? Their marriage is better they than want ever now. to continually be able yeah. to save their marriage and what they have. And it's important to them. And so if your friends think you're crazy, then so, so be it. Be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and if, you know, it talks about like in scripture, like if this causes you to sin, then cut it, cut off. it off. And people are like, oh, I'm going to cut off my hand. That's not the point. The point is if it is causing you to do something that you're not supposed to be doing, you need to stop that. Take it out of your life. You know what I mean? Take that out of your life. Yeah. You know, so if a smartphone is Mm -hmm. causing you to look at things you shouldn't be looking at, go get yourself a flip phone. Go get a flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) All you can do is call and text. You know, the question you have to ask yourself is how important is my husband to me? How important is my wife to me? How important are my kids to me? And you could speak to this, you know, because obviously I think you've sat with a lot of men. Mm Mm-hmm. Do they think about all of the repercussions? No, not even a little bit. Yeah. Not even a little bit. When it's happening, they typically go from, they go from zero to a hundred because it just happens. And it's, it's almost like they go into comatose. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the, but they don't realize that it didn't just happen. There were lots of small encounters that they ignored. Yeah. that they didn't pay attention to that, yeah. that they weren't, you know, paying attention to be, and it grew and all of a sudden, boom, here we are. And we're yeah. laying in bed with somebody else. And that happens Ooh. because we ignore the signs. We ignore what, yeah, the red flag, red flag. Like, and, and, and sometimes they ignore it because it makes them feel good. It makes them yeah. feel special. It makes them feel like adrenaline. And like, there's a lot of things that are involved when right. it comes to that stuff. But that's why <laughs> it's just better. Like, okay, <laughs> I would way rather have the feeling good, the adrenaline, all those feelings with my wife 
That way I don't have to seek it out anywhere else. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, and that's the other side of the of setting boundaries. We got to set boundaries in our marriage that we protect our marriage. Like oh, in, in a 100%. way, in a way of, okay, we're going to make sure that we have sex once a week. We're going to make sure that we have conversations about our life and how we're doing. And yeah. we, we go on dates and we do this. Like those are different types of boundaries. Those are positive boundaries that yeah. you can do that are action steps that keep you in line with your marriage that keep you going forward with your wife or your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's like sometimes when we talk about boundaries, <clears throat> it feels like a whole lot of no's. We'd look at boundaries yes. as like a whole lot of no's. Yeah. I can't do this and I exactly. can't do that and no, no, no. And we've talked about this so many times and this was like such a great revelation for me is it's not a no, it's a yes. You know what I mean? Like when you have these boundaries, it's a, you're I don't know. I'm having a hard time putting this into words, but like for me, it's always like, we always look at, Oh, well it's a bunch of no's, but no, it's really a bunch of yeses. When I've set these boundaries, it's, I have a marriage that I am proud of. I have mm-hmm. a family who is healthy and yeah. that is thriving. Like these are yeses. They're not no's. My husband has a password to my phone. Cool. So do my kids. I could probably, <laughs> so do you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not no's, it's yeses that allow me to live in freedom. Exactly. I don't have to have... You're not like, hiding. No, you're not, I don't want to be... You're not putting things yes. behind your back. Yeah. Yes, because we look... I think we oftentimes like... And I've said this especially like um, when I was teaching young people a lot, you know, because you teach them about, you know, different things. And it's like, I think a lot of times we look at God like he's a God of no. Like yeah. he says no to this and a no to that. And that's the context I've really For used sure. it before. But no, yeah. he's really a God of yes. There's so many good things you can do. That's like, right having a fruitful marriage yeah. and, and like you said, having sex with your spouse and intimacy. And obviously there's so many issues that come up with that and not that, you know, but just those, how important it is, the boundaries, because it's, I looked up today, like up to 25% of marriages will have some sort of infidelity take yeah. place, you know, and the repercussions. And it's like, set the boundaries now. Yeah. If you have not, yeah. If you don't have any guardrail, I like to call them like they're kind of like guardrails, boundaries, yes, but just those things that are like, hey, these are like the safety nets. Like these are the things that kind of just keep things good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so how do we do that? How do we come yeah. up with these boundaries? How do you sit down with your spouse and go, okay, let's come up with some boundaries. We've never done this before, but how do we do it now? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, hey, like, you know, I've been, I, I trust you. I love you. You know, do you feel like, like we should be putting some of these in place, you know, and I have to be honest, it's all probably a harder conversation when you've already been married Yeah. for us. It was natural. It was part of like, we did premarital, like, you know, like counseling and, um, it was kind of the culture of totally. how we like where we got married. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for that. It's something I'm grateful for because for the sure. boundaries were just like automatic. Yeah. And they've just become part of our marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a conversation because I think a lot of times people are like, well, you don't trust me. And exactly. I'm like, I exactly. see, like, that's a fair, yeah. I could see that being the observation. Well, you don't why, trust me, so that's yeah. why I'm going to do it. And I think it's like, no, I just know, you know, that I wear my seatbelt in case I've been in an accident. Yes. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be in an accident. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I know that's kind of maybe a you're, weird No, it's true. Example. No, it's a great example. Cause you're, but once you're protecting... I'm in an accident, if I put my seatbelt on, it's not going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like, yeah, the seatbelt I put on every day when I get yeah. in the car automatically. Right. It's just like second nature. I don't always really have to use it. Yep. Um, thankfully, obviously, but 
if I were in an accident, it would, it would be there. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the same with boundaries is I, I don't think you're going to do this. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't plan on doing this. But the reality but is. I know that if the boundaries are there, then even if it comes up, I'm gonna be way less likely for sure to do it. For sure. So what about you? What do you I mean? Yeah, it's I a mean, hard one. It's a hard one. Because <laughs> some some spouses are gonna listen to this and then go like, ha, yeah. Yeah. I always That's, take I always wanna take the approach of, hey, I wanna start working on this for me. Right. Would you like to join in with me? Yeah. And I think this would be good for a marriage. Yeah. Like let I've seen so many people struggle and fail. And yeah. I don't wanna be that. I don't wanna yeah. be that couple. Yeah. Um, and so here's some things I struggle with. I struggle with and then say it and then go, and here's what I'm going to do to put boundaries in place so that I don't go down that path anymore. Yeah. Um, And what that does to the brain of the other person, it makes them go, wow, they're being vulnerable. Like, this is, this is cool. I like this. Um, And then you just keep it going. Yeah. And then you don't need to be like, aren't you going to say anything? Aren't you going to have any boundaries? Like that's the wrong approach. The right approach is going to be here's the things that I would, is there anything that you feel yeah. like you would want to do? Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're probably going to get that response a lot of the times. And so you go, okay, um, well, here's a couple more that I thought would yeah. be good for me. Yeah. Maybe we should do this one together. I think right. this would be a good one for us to get. Like when you take that approach of just like, I'm going to do this, come along with me, please. If you don't, I'm still going to invite you yeah. and you continue to invite them often. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, just, you know, like I've been doing this and this is the differences made like your weekly checkup, right? Yeah. I've been doing this and this is how it's fixed me or helped me or whatever. And you'd have those conversations more and more. Your spouse is more likely going to jump on with you when you're being the example. So right. pointing the finger and no, saying, you never. need to change, you need to have boundaries, blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. Is what's going to work is being the example and leading the way. Yeah. Well, I think too, um, like if you are the one who's like, oh, man, I want to start doing this, then just saying like, Hey, you know what? Maybe they don't have the password to your phone for sure. Um, or maybe they don't like, there you go. Yeah. Whatever. Just be like, Hey, you know what? I just want to make sure you know that like every part of yeah. what, like what's on my phone is open to you. So like, yeah. here's a password to my phone. If you ever feel like you need to look at it, you know, there you go. Feel free. Um, you know, and there are red flags. Like, you know, have you ever been with someone and they're constantly, my phone was down. So it's kind of funny. Like putting their phone, you know, down or whatever. It's like, it just shouldn't matter. And yeah. I think that's the thing. And you know, I, sh- I have to go. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. No, like I literally have to go. It's 2.42. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, my wife had to go pick up our kids because uh, we did a great job of planning our time today. But uh, if you are truly struggling in this area and you need help with boundaries, we would encourage you just to sit down with your spouse. Take some time to truly, truly sit down and discover what are the boundaries? What are the things that we can put in place that will help us just keep our marriage strong and healthy with everything that we do? And I'm telling you, when you set those up and you begin to just work within those boundaries, your marriage will grow stronger and you will grow closer together. And so do everything that you can. Set those boundaries up. Um, and don't be afraid to, to be vulnerable with each other. When you're vulnerable with your spouse and you allow them into your life and you allow them to speak into your life and you allow them to, to listen to you as you talk about how you feel or what you struggle with, those are moments that is going to allow you to grow more and more and more every single day in your marriage. So create boundaries, begin to walk with each other, moving forward in everything that you do. Well, we hope that you guys had a great time on this quick episode of Young, Dumb, and Love, and uh, we'll catch you next time.